This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 21st of June. Listen up, Justin. Klarna, the Buy Now, Pay Later company, yep. they're trying to raise more money at a valuation of 15 billion US dollars. Mm-hmm. And that is a far cry from its most recent capital raise, which was 46 billion wow. US dollars. A big condolences to Combank, which has seen its investment in Klarna drop 67% in just 12 months. Gotta hurt, B-Man. Talking about losing money, yes. Anna Sorokin, aka Anna Delvey of Inventing Anna Fame, oh, yeah. she's launching a collection of NFTs from her jail cell. Oh. She's minted 10 NFTs that will give the purchasers exclusive access to her. Like one-on-one phone calls with her. <laughs> Three excessive stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Qantas and Airbus are going to invest nearly $300 million in Australia's sustainable aviation fuel industry to speed up their goal of lowering carbon emissions. Uh, Qantas really pulling out the goods here, Brett. What is the big queue up to? Well, we know Qantas is the seventh most popular brand in Australia according to Brand Finance. And Brett, the last few years for Qantas and really the whole travel industry have been really rough thanks to COVID. Now, as things started to ramp up again, mm-hmm. Qantas has announced they're partnering with Airbus. And this dynamic duo are investing <laughs> around $280 million into sustainable aviation fuel in Australia. You see, Jazzy Boy, Qantas has an aim of using 10% sustainable aviation mm-hmm. fuel in its fuel mix by 2030. And 60% sustainable aviation fuel by 2050. But local production of sustainable fuel in Australia, mm-hmm. it's crazy critical if they're going to achieve these targets. So what is the key learning here? Sustainable aviation fuel is kind of the same as conventional jet fuel, but also very, very different. The biggest difference, Brett, is that it has a much smaller carbon footprint. Get this, the global aviation industry produces around 2.1% of all human carbon emissions. So developing and using sustainable aviation fuel is critical in the fight against climate change. And what is it actually made of, my friend? (laughs) Well, very simply, rather than using coal or natural gas to fuel airplanes, it uses uses things like waste from homes and waste from businesses. It could be paper or Mm -hmm. food scraps that would otherwise go to landfill. And it can reduce up to 80% of carbon emissions, according to BP. So here's hoping sustainable aviation fuel helps us reduce the emissions of the whole aviation Mm -hmm. industry. For our second story, Telegram, the instant messaging app, has topped 700 million active users and is now rolling out a premium version so it can start finally monetizing. (laughs) Uh, Telegram, WhatsApp's arch nemesis, Mm -hmm. What's happening here? Okay, so as you said, Telegram is an instant messaging app, kind of like WhatsApp or Signal. It was launched back in 2013 and is actually based in Dubai. And its main attraction, Brett, is that it's a fully encrypted messaging service. Now, in the last 18 months, Mm -hmm. Telegram has increased its monthly users by almost 50%. We'd be talking growth from 500 million active users in January 2021 to over 700 million active users now. That is big. But Brett, the big news here is that Telegram's now planning to launch a premium version of its app. And this is actually the first time an instant messaging app with hundreds of millions of Mm -hmm. users has shown a clear monetization (laughs) path. So what is the key learning here? Monetization has become the biggest question mark for the instant messaging industry. On the one hand, you've got companies like WeChat, which monetized by expanding out its messaging service to become a super app. It's got food delivery Mm -hmm. now, it's got e-commerce now, it's got wallets in the app now. On the other hand, you've got Facebook, which acquired WhatsApp and is slowly generating revenue through its new WhatsApp for Business API. Very much in its early days though. And in terms of Telegram, well, in the past they attempted to launch a $1.2 billion blockchain payment system, which was abandoned. And Telegram also allowed ads in its public channels, which had some very negative <laughs> feedback. So now Telegram's looking to go where very few other messaging apps have gone to pay for a premium version of the app. And it's hoping that maybe even a teensy-weensy percentage of its 700 million users mm-hmm. will buy in. For our third and final story, Amazon is slamming the brakes on its expansion 
expansion plans after facing the most difficult financial period it has ever faced. Let's be honest. If Amazon is slowing down, then surely everybody else <laughs> is slowing down. What's happening here, Justin? Okay, we know Amazon was founded by Jeffy Bezos back in 1994 <laughs> as an online bookstore. Now, if we fast forward 18 years, mm-hmm. Amazon is the behemoth that is the fifth biggest company in the world. And Justin, in July last year, there was a grand handover from Jeff Bezos to a new CEO named Andy Jassy. But more recently, particularly the first quarter of 2022, Amazon hasn't been performing that well. It posted its first quarterly loss since 2015. And its slowest revenue growth in around 20 years. Not to mention its stock price has fallen around 40% in the last 12 months. So now Amazon is pulling back on some of its aggressive growth targets because its demand forecasting wasn't quite on point. (laughs) So what is the key learning here? Demand forecasting is the process of making estimations Mm -hmm. about future demand from customers. And Brett, demand forecasting is critical to the success of a business. It can help businesses plan their inventory, Mm -hmm. set their budgets. And also gives an insight into how the business will grow in the near future. Now, Amazon has one of the most sophisticated demand planning systems in the world, and they call it Scott. (laughs) Otherwise known as supply chain optimization technology. The problem is that Scotty didn't know (laughs) how to plan for life during a pandemic and then life post-lockdown. So Amazon hired more than 100,000 people. And now Amazon is undoing the COVID overexpansion. Fluxam, tax time is just around the corner. And if you've invested in shares or crypto in the last 12 months, you've got to listen up. If you want to know how your crypto gains, your share market gains, or losses, impact your tax return, check out the Flux app. We break it down for you in simple and digestible ways so you can get on top of your tax return. Download the Flux app and we'll see you there. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.